Hello, my loves. Welcome to another episode of TRP Recovery. It's your host, Nikel, and today I'm so excited to be bringing two very special guests who are near and dear to my heart, Angelica V and her husband, Jordan Ballocating. Today, they're going to be giving us a little bit of an insight into their love story and also some of the realities of what a really God-ordained marriage looks like. I know for myself and a lot of us who are kind of navigating through a singleness journey, the ultimate goal might be marriage, but it's also really important to get a really healthy and realistic viewpoint and insight into what the daily sacrifices that are made in order to have a really loving and healthy marriage over time. So you definitely don't want to miss this one. I hope you have some nice hot tea with you. Sit back, relax, and let's tune in. Hello, my loves, to be and Jordan. How are you guys? Hi, happy Saturday. Yes, <laughs> we're great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today because your relationship is something that has been so you know aspirational and inspiring to myself and all of our friends and i think it's very beautiful because you guys are so young and yet you have such a solid foundation for your relationship and i think there are a lot of people who would really benefit from it both married people and singles alike and so I would really love for you guys to really explain like your journey to finding yourselves and also finding love with one another. Sound like a plan? Oh, you are so sweet. Thank you. We have lots to learn, but we are happy to share what we've learned so far. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I guess my first question would be, and you guys could answer this individually, whoever wants to go first, like, what did dating and love look like for both of you before meeting each other? Uh, for me, before meeting V, I've only had three girlfriends, three official girlfriends. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's not that many. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I didn't have a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. They weren't very long. Or just a few months each. The first one, yeah, I don't consider it like most people won't consider it like a real relationship. We were just, I guess, we were technically boyfriend and girlfriend, but we weren't really in, uh, like, mm -hmm. we didn't really hang out a lot to, mm -hmm. <laughs> for it to be like a real relationship. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was, I did talk to, a few girls here and there, and but it didn't materialize into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. So V was was actually my my first love. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's it for my end. Before yeah. I go to you, V, what was it about V that really just like struck you? For for V for me. Yeah. Yeah, she was different from all the other ones. She was she was sweet, she was kind, she was funny, she was she was like off off the top, like better than ever, <laughs> any girl I've ever met. <laughs> every My friends always complimented her. 
Um, one trip that struck me the most is our trip to Washington City, Maryland. There was just our, our drive to Ocean City. I just looked at, there was just one moment I just looked at her and I just thought she was the one. This is and, so uh, beautiful. At the, end, at the end of the, <laughs> did I ever tell, tell you that? What? What did you no, I just I just looked at you while I was driving, and you didn't notice that I was looking at you. And I was like, "Okay, I think she's 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 it." Oh, that's so sweet. No, I don't think you. And then at the end of the trip, all my friends complimented you, saying she, she's. I forgot exactly what they said about her, but she just complimented her. Mm-hmm. And I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. how amazing how amazing you were and i like, yeah. i have i have a good one your friends are really sweet too oh that's so beautiful i love that so what about you v for me my dating and uh my dating experience before jordan was definitely different i was sort of like a serial monogamist yeah. <laughs> i dated a lot <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very uh, I'm very I was and I am still very vocal of my feelings so I you know I wore my I wore my heart on my sleeves and almost all the guys I dated I think they knew I liked them too and that's how mm-hmm. like the relationship started and love for me is something that I really want in my life like I'm a hopeful romantic you know people say hopeless romantic I yeah. say I'm a hopeful romantic Aww. so I'm not gonna tell you how many guys I did it before Jordan, but definitely a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, more than me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's like a good thing. I sometimes I wish I didn't do that, but you know, we live and we learn. I think that's okay. I think it's just different for everybody, and it definitely depends on your personality as well. And for you, I think it's great because you have different experiences to be able to, you know, understand the things that you want and you don't want. So it's just really dependent on the person. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Everyone has like a different process. Mm-hmm. So did you always desire marriage or was it something that organically came about as the relationship progressed for you guys? Okay, for me... I would have been fine not getting married. It just depended on who I ended up with. Mm-hmm. So for V, since she's strong in her faith, she definitely wanted marriage. So I was, I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, marriage for me <laughs> before before V, uh-huh. it wasn't necessary for me as long as we were together and in love. Uh, marriage wasn't something that. I, I needed mm-hmm. or wanted. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, what about you, right? Definitely the opposite again. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, I'm a hopeful romantic and I grew up in, in a culture where, you know, you you look, you wait for your Prince Charming and fairy mm-hmm. tales and the ending mm-hmm. is going down the aisle and getting married. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely marriage is one or was one of my life goals. Mm-hmm. So she coming from like a broken family, like I, I wanted different for me. Like I would, mm. I want to meet someone who I can be with forever and get married. And marriage for me is like the ultimate 
commitment, like the mm-hmm. ultimate, um, what's the word for that? Like, that's how you show that this is it. Like you are committed to this one person until death do we part. Yeah. I sound so cheesy. No. <laughs> but, you know, as I got older, of course, I, I realized and I'm learning that marriage is not just, it's not fairy tales or Mm-hmm. anything that we see on tv on popular tv mm-hmm. but yeah definitely pro-marriage into marriage yeah everyone should try it <laughs> should try i mean it. if you want to but just being committed to someone you know it's like a covenant as as they say in church yeah so. yeah so what is it about marriage that you've like, you know, learned that's completely different from what you've probably seen, like, in popular culture, in media, like, what is, like, for both of you, like, maybe one thing that you could say, like, hey, I saw this on, you know, like, this movie that I, you know, watched growing up, but when it turned out, like, when we got married, it was completely different. So I loved watching fairy tales, like Mm -hmm. Disney movies and uh, romantic movies. Mm -hmm. It was all lovey-dovey, everything was fine. What I learned is uh, this just um, was that sur- skin deep or mm-hmm. surface underneath mm-hmm. the surface is just there's turmoil and <laughs> there's definitely it's well yeah we we do get into fights and you guys in Facebook you guys don't ever see the fighting mm-hmm. that's going on mm-hmm. what what struck me is that uh, yeah it's definitely a work in progress mm-hmm. something you have to work towards to go, keep going <laughs> don't worry <laughs> i don't have a lot to say <laughs> um yeah like what you were saying how you aspire uh to our relationship mm-hmm. i guess yeah like we've been together for five years now and mm-hmm. despite all the ups and downs despite the downs we've uh stuck together we mm-hmm. chosen each other mm-hmm. and yeah as long yeah as long as we choose each other every day that's what we keeps telling me choose oh. each other every single day that's all that matters as mm-hmm. long as we come back together despite our fights mm-hmm. that's yeah that's that is that's what so matters powerful that's really powerful what you've said, because I think like a lot of people, like we fall in love with the beginning portion of a relationship, which is where like the feelings are just, you know, everything is like lovey-dovey, rose-colored glasses, and it's just nothing but like uh, romance, hormones, it's, everything's great. But once you get into like the nitty gritty of the relationship, you're always going to have friction and to be okay with that, like there is nothing in life that's just easy, smooth sailing. And the mm-hmm. fact that you said to choose each other each time, every single day, you're making that commitment every single day. And I think that's something right. people forget in relationships, whether it be marriage or just a long-term relationship, you you don't allow yourself to forget that you have to choose your partner each and every single day, which is beautiful. Right. What about you, V? Um, I totally agree. And Choosing your partner every single day, it's easier said than done, mm. you know, especially when you have different beliefs and values and you think differently, but that's something you work towards to and you just get better at it every day. I mean, some days it's easy to do that. Some days it's like, 
oh, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so marriage is definitely, for me at least, it's a commitment. And it, for me, it's lifelong. Like I want to be with him for the rest of my life. And that comes with a lot of adjustment and learning and just knowing how to be the best person for him. Mm-hmm. Because I think marriage, before when I was younger, I had this idea, you know, you 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 wait for that person to be with you because you want that person to be that best person for you who will cater to every need you have, which is mm-hmm. a part of a relationship for sure. But now I'm learning being married is about not just that, but how can you be the best person for the for your partner? Mm-hmm. And if the other person thinks that way, then you know, hopefully there's less turmoil. <laughs> That is so good. <laughs> Thinking about how your partner will feel, like being very empathetic to their their emotions and their sensitivities, like putting yourself in their shoes. Oh my gosh, you guys are so good. Yeah, we're learning. It's, it's easier said than done. It's it's the application that really you know challenges us. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how did church culture and principles shape your view about the topic? Like has it helped you guys or has it made it more difficult oh for me the question was about how how church church. um affect your view of marriage or our marriage Mm -hmm. us being married right Mm -hmm. yeah b really wanted us to go a christian church yeah i was going to christian church too Mm -hmm. but i do have different views on the christian views which Mm -hmm be found out later on but how did church help you how did church Mm -hmm. so yeah marriage is very big in the bible and i do agree with it in some ways Mm -hmm. other ways i don't what about the ones that you don't i don't yeah i like in the aspect of like possession like Mm. I think some people marry for the wrong reasons. That's mm-hmm. why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But for the good reasons, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want to lean towards the good reasons and mm-hmm. the union between two people. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say? Uh, when two two become one. When two become one, mm-hmm. we're joined at the hip, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's what I want to focus on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, the, the bad ones, that's what turned me off. Mm, marriage. Mm-hmm. You learned that at your church? Oh, no, it's just the church with the bad ones. Yeah. I think the question is, like, how did church shape your view? Yeah, about... shape your view about marriage. Yeah. Just with church alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely recommended or encouraged, was it encouraged? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about like views I, I've like, no, I, on, my, on my own outside of church mm-hmm. no but, I think yeah, that's, that's valid I think it's valid because something that you said is like sometimes people get married for the wrong reasons and I could say for like myself like in church like it's literally pushed down your throat all the time it's like mm-hmm. you have to be married you have to be married you have to be married and so people 
unintentionally, like they feel like this pressure, like, okay, well, I just, I have to find somebody. And then you end up rushing through a very, very crucial and delicate process that you need time to take, you know, to evaluate that person, you know? And I think like you brought a very, very interesting point. There are a lot of benefits to it, but it's something that should be, that shouldn't be taken lightly. And so I think, I think the church should do a better job instead of like, you know, telling people who just have to get married. It's like, why should they get married? To whom should right. they get married? Like, for yeah. what purpose? You know, like, is it even in, in like your, in your destiny? You know, like, because not right. everybody wants it. And some people right. that I've seen, at least, like, there are folks like they get married and they have, you know, like good relationships like yours. There are others like it becomes something super, super tumultuous and toxic, and you know, it ends up in divorce. And there are other people who don't decide to do the traditional marriage route, but they've stayed together and they're just as happy. So right. it's not as, as uniform as we expect it to be. So what about you, V? Right. No, I, I totally agree. You bring a lot of great points. Marriage is not just like, you know, easy peasy. <laughs> so people need to realize like, am I ready? Are you ready? Is that for you? Like you said, um, but definitely church culture encouraged um, my views of wanting to get married, you know, the church I went to was definitely pro-marriage, but here's a revelation, actually, when me and Jordan mm-hmm. got engaged, our courtship was really short, but when we got engaged, mm. I, I thought my church family would be like, oh my god, over the top, excited, but then I, mm-hmm. I actually received a little, like, pushback, like, uh, I was asked, was I pregnant, Oh, like, wow. why are we getting married so quickly like, yeah it was a completely different um reaction than i than i expected you anticipated yeah, yeah, yeah. because our courtship was short and um mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh i'm so happy for you or here are the steps mm-hmm. you should take mm-hmm. to prepare yourself if that's really mm-hmm. what you guys want to do but that yeah. that that experience just really stuck to me I was going mm-hmm. to a different church. He was going to a different church. His church uh, family then they were they were definitely welcoming, and they're the ones who um, married us or your pastor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but eventually, like the church I was going to before, um, of course they they were happy. But mm-hmm. just like initial reaction mm-hmm. was very different from what I expected, and that mm-hmm. still like in my mind, like wow. <laughs> being asked if I'm pregnant I think, yeah. like, I think they were just looking out for her mm-hmm. it, it was very quick we've only been here for one month and I I proposed in two months no you proposed after a month of dating is a month mm-hmm. okay you see <laughs> yeah most people would would have something to say about that yeah and whether it's would would it was in, in good intentions or bad <clears throat> intentions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could take it either way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, that person probably meant it like uh, expressing concern. concern. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's so interesting because again, like your experience is it's completely different for other people. They would prefer something a lot longer for them to make that decision. But for you guys, there was a lot of certainty. And so that's why you guys were able to make that decision together. So it's, I think that's the one thing I hope people take away from this is that 
it's going to be different from everyone, even though we technically all fall underneath the umbrella of like the quote unquote church, it's mm -hmm. not the same for everybody. And it will never be because we're all unique beings, even though we're all united underneath like this umbrella, but our right. experiences will always be different. Exactly. The way we think and like, just like your upbringing, up, upbringing, upbringing <laughs> like, you know, that, that affects how you view relationships and how you view yourself and what you're looking for so mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. so right mm -hmm. so what personal expectations did each of you bring into the marriage and how do you guys compromise with your expectations uh, personal expectations mm -hmm. I I thought after getting married everything would be good <laughs> um, <laughs> rainbows and butterflies yeah um, <laughs> definitely definitely more sex <laughs> 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 but uh yeah um, it should be though ladies. I'm working on it. But, but after marriage uh yeah it's there's more work to do after getting married mm -hmm. that's why i learned mm -hmm. every day you have to work harder than the day before uh -huh. um yeah with with the fighting we've had definitely had, there's what do you call it um reparations i don't know the word of mm -hmm. reparations of rep like you need things. to pay me no, 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 it's no. <laughs> not the words I, I, I want to use. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, no, it's I'm okay. No, you're no. fine. Pay okay. <laughs> <Hey>, up. No. <laughs> uh -huh. no, I definitely had hey to up. work towards the, my mistakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, I have to gain back what I, I gain back, what I've lost the fights with the ones I've mostly started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what my personal expectations. I, I thought it was gonna be easier. Like mm -hmm. it was gonna be just going everything was gonna go up, mm -hmm. but it like like a roller coaster is up and down. Mm -hmm. Yeah def definitely was it the valleys and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, hills and valleys. Yeah, hills and valleys. <laughs> absolutely yeah. mm -hmm. what about you v similar so my expectation was that he was going to be like the bestest person for me and i'm mm -hmm. going to be the bestest person for him mm -hmm. we're just gonna, i mean obviously not like exactly like that like i knew that we're gonna we're gonna go through trials and tribulations because i had well i had more experience with you know being in a relationship with other people and i was okay with that Mm -hmm. I guess I thought he was going to be okay with that, but learning that we have such different experiences, like, you know, he was not used to going through hardship. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not that I prefer it, but I'm comfortable going through the fights and then figuring out how to come together again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not everyone's like that. Like, I'm comfortable. And, like, I know that even if we, we have disagreements, that I still love him. And his experience is different. Like that is almost like not unbearable for you, but you definitely didn't handle it the way I thought you would. Mm -hmm. So 
that that was my really my my expectation and then that's what I realized um mm-hmm. how do we compromise uh every day like we said before is a choice so I have to also learn how to be truly forgiving and also know like my faults and my flaws mm-hmm. you know, that's the like one thing I'm learning because sometimes you say you've forgiven someone but then you're still like stuck in that like you're still thinking of it and your, mm-hmm. your actions and your thought process and mm-hmm. your body language and then it it shows different mm-hmm. like if you you know if you if you fight and you forget and then something happens again and then you bring up whatever happened before then that like really didn't forget mm-hmm. or forgive I mean maybe mm-hmm. no you can't forget but forgiving I think I have to really work on forgiving and then trusting again because that's like my struggle mm-hmm. so something that you guys said is that it's about like choosing each other and choosing the purpose while you guys are together, which is the fact that you love one another in spite of like the the tumultuous fights. And I, I think this is super important because especially like in like the Christian world, a lot of people are just so, so eager to, to run down the aisle because they have like this idealized um, expectation of what marriage looks like. And there it, there's a beauty to relationship there's a beauty to marriage but there's also reality too like this is someone who you have committed yourself to every single day for the good bad and everything in between so you have to make that decision that are you really ready to do this and I think it's really beautiful and I love what you guys say that you choose each other every single day and that every single day is a choice because all of your micro choices are what kind of lead up to that, that beautiful marriage that you guys have and that you guys are continually trying to build. Right. So I think I that's love how you, I love how you put that micro choices. Yes. The micro choices, the little things that you think don't matter, it builds up your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, like, like good morning and like opening doors, like whatever it is that you, you do, mm-hmm. like the little little actions that people think is nothing it it really builds up your relationship because when when we were dating those are the things that you experience I mean when you're Mm -hmm. dating it's not like you're well for us at least we weren't living together and those are like the little things that we liked about each other so definitely Mm -hmm. you're so right micro choices um are important and it builds up to like you know bigger choices in life and bigger decisions and how you view each other hundred percent hundred percent so how do how do you guys like address and resolve conflict because you guys mentioned that like a lot of people are very afraid of fights and you know like it's something that's completely normal it's completely natural it's just how you guys actually conduct yourselves in an argument or in a disagreement so how do you guys like really address that and resolve it we resolve it in my side I just have to give in like I'm so well (laughs) so I'm so prideful I'm so Mm. arrogant sometimes I tend to think it of of it as a game like a winning and losing Mm. I I don't Mm. like losing Mm -hmm. I just want Mm -hmm. win and win most of the time Mm. but but when 
like most of the time I am at wrong and I don't want to admit it. Yeah, I, I just have to break the walls of my pride mm-hmm. and just say and how sorry I am, like have a meaningful sorry apology, apology meaningful mm-hmm. apology. And yeah, it takes me a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why our mm-hmm. fights sometimes or most of the time they're like more than a few hours long. Mm-hmm. I d- after, after a while I do yeah like yeah break my wall of pride and mm-hmm. just say how sorry I am that's how we resolve it thank you for sharing yeah, that's very very I, vulnerable to admit like you know that pride can sometimes be like the biggest barrier to like resolving a conflict because that happens to a lot of people like you know like myself I'm also very prideful so I feel like that's something like God is making me like work on because it it's it can like put you in a space of like self-sabotage when you know something is super simple and a simple like you know apology or just like reaching out can resolve something. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. What about you, V? I like talking things out. Jordan's not like that. I'm more of a vocal person. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Our our um arguments last for hours mostly me talking (laughs) um Mm -hmm. sometimes yelling yelling is toxic though so that's something we need to work on um Mm -hmm. but I think better communication like having a good sense of communication and knowing how your partner receives communication is is key to like resolving conflict like I I know I'm vocal words are important to me um but you know not everyone's like that and I need to also realize that Jordan sometimes needs his space and then he'll come back to it Mm -hmm. it's difficult to resolve something when you're both heated you know Mm -hmm. so it's better to just like circle back when when you're both level-headed and of course, compromise, compromise is choosing like, oh, well, here's another thing like that I need to learn too. And I think we're learning is that choosing your battles. Like, is this something that you really want to argue about or it's really not that big of a deal? Oh, that's you know, so not dismissing anyone's um, feelings or, you know, some people, mm-hmm. one thing is a big deal for some, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. But you learn that as you go in a relationship and you're getting to know each other. That is such a great tip. And that like for, you know, people who are coupled or any interpersonal relationship, like choose your battles. Is it really worth going into like a whole, you know, argument or fight for something, you know, that's in retrospect, not as significant as we were probably right. making it out to be. Right. That's or so is, good. It, is it worth doing it like right now? Can you like wait later when you're less annoyed and that person is less um, annoyed too, or just like, maybe that person is focused on something else that he or she's going through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how and thoughtful and intentional you guys are when it comes to like <laughs> trying to no literally because like from like what I'm hearing it's like you guys are looking at how the other person you know like their conflict styles their love language you know everything that you know kind of makes them upset or makes them happy or whatever and that's not to say like to lose you know your own sense of what's healthy for you 
but there's a level of empathy that I think is super important in any interpersonal relationship. It's like, okay, if I do this, like how will this probably make someone else feel? And then trying to, you know, adjust how you communicate that in order to, you know, make it easy for that person to receive. So I think that's really beautiful for both of you guys. Yeah, it's important. That's what we aim to learn. (laughs) Yeah. We're working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And and I love that you guys keep saying like, I'm working on that because it's continual. Like people think like you get to the, to the marriage altar and like, it's done. (laughs) It's like, like you're an expert. Exactly. This is something you're doing. Every, it's okay. Something you're doing every single day for the rest of your life. And you're going to always learn more and more about that person as time goes on. So I love that you guys emphasize that this whole entire episode. So what are three tips that you would give the listeners who desire marriage or long-term partnership about things like, you know, they should consider before, you know, delving into this? So, Yeah. We went over the questions last night, and mm-hmm. did you remember what I said? No. <laughs> I, I forgot already, but okay, one is just be patient. I was very, mm-hmm. still now, I, I still need to work on my patience. Mm-hmm. It, I, yeah, it does take a longer time for B to get ready, and I just, <laughs> I just need to be more patient. I, I just need to do something else while she's mm-hmm. getting ready. Mm-hmm. I need to read a book or something <laughs> that takes t- takes my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, yeah, definitely choosing your battles. Mm-hmm. I need to choose my battles more, uh, like better. Always, yeah, the third one was, yeah, like you said, being empathetic. Mm-hmm. I need to think before I act Mm -hmm. I do yeah I do act like putting putting the wheel before the barrel like Mm -hmm. what they say Mm -hmm. um yeah sometimes I I do act before I think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are my three tips is yeah being empathetic Mm -hmm. choosing your battles and being patient I love it. Love it. What about you, V? First is to get to know yourself really well. Mm. Um, courtship can be different for everyone. What you were saying last night, you know, like courtship can be say long or short. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, as long, yeah, for the time, whether quick or long, it doesn't matter as mm-hmm. long as you know the other person is the one. Mm-hmm. There's no time formula yeah mm-hmm. no time period mm-hmm. like people most people would say oh take your time but mm-hmm. for us definitely since we we've had such a quick marriage or <clears throat> quick courtship mm-hmm. as long as you know the other person is the one that's mm-hmm. all that matters you can take as little or long mm-hmm. of a time you need I yeah, love so that. to get yeah get to know yourself and really know what what you want, how you how you feel and receive love and how you give love. And you mentioned earlier, love language. Mm-hmm. Learn your love language and also learn your partner's love language. Mm-hmm. It could be different. Like for me, I, my number one is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And that's how I want to receive love. And that's mm-hmm. how I also express love. But that doesn't mean that Jordan 
love language is that. Mm. So you have to get to know you and you have to get to know your partner and realize, are you going to be able to do that and give Mm -hmm. that kind of love to the Mm -hmm. person? And just like being aware that every day is a, every day is a decision for you to make to either choose you and your partner together or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think those are like my three simple beginner's tips. I love that. I love that. I, I love that you guys like have a really good sense of who you are and, you know, being open to seeing how your partner is and how they're continually developing. Cause that's something people always have to remember. Like it's continual. You will evolve over time. And because you guys are together, you're going to evolve together. So just be very, very open and intentional about choosing your partner and your, your micro choices and right. being empathetic as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Ah, my gosh. You guys are awesome. So I read this book. Jordan's been reading oh, this yeah. book. Want to talk about this book then? Oh, what's the book? Love, Love is a Decision mm. by Gary, Gary Smalley and John Trent. I've only, yeah, I think I'm just like, halfway yeah just halfway uh-huh. I definitely need to take notes there's a lot of good advice mm-hmm. bit, bit, bit. what's your favorite one so far yeah my favorite one what did I tell you about okay my the chapter I'm in now is about anger mm. so anger the author says that anger is just a destroyer of relationships mm-hmm. it, it can fester you cannot cannot let it fester. You have to resolve mm-hmm. as soon as possible because mm-hmm. that's over time. It's just gonna it's just gonna accumulate until that's the end of your relationship. Mm. Uh, there was one couple where the wife couldn't take it anymore, and she just locked all the doors have her husband just be stuck outside oh my god (laughs) and yeah and the husband called the author uh, asking for help and the author he called the wife and with all the um, advice he gave Mm -hmm. they did resolve it 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 did take a year Mm -hmm. within that span they they did choose to i mean they they Mm -hmm. ended up loving each other again mm-hmm. yeah. I love that I love that thank you yeah and I will definitely um like link that book information in the description so that way other people can access that book as well and I think it's so awesome that you guys are like using you know external tools to like really help nourish your relationship that's another thing too like people think like you can't like read books about it or like go to counseling like that's you need it like you need like objective people outside of yourselves to be able to say maybe you guys can address it this way or do it this way so I think that's super important that you guys are doing that and it shows like the intentionality that you both have for making your relationship as good as it possibly can be yeah no there's always something to learn from other people and it's good to always seek knowledge or help Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard but if you're not like into like face-to-face therapy if you read books this mm-hmm. is definitely more like Jordan style. I would, I would talk to someone like mm-hmm. I do with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call 
tell you definitely we all need to embrace learning mm-hmm. you know and like getting ideas from other people yes <clears throat> yes and like and I can't really I can't even stress it enough what you guys said that really struck to me was like the micro choices it's like mm-hmm. that's everything with any relationship yeah. that you might have so we are at the final hour and we're going to do like the closing gratitude exercise. So I want you guys to both close your eyes and imagine yourselves in a space or in a place where you are at peace. You guys can be anywhere in the world. You guys can be sipping like your favorite brand of tea, coffee, wine, whatever floats your boat. And as you guys are in this space together, you're just so grateful for how far you both have come as individuals and as a couple. As you're in this space, I want you guys to think about either one scripture or a quote from any you know, book, author, singer, and use that to describe that feeling of peace and gratitude. Who wants to go first? I can't think of one Tell you what I thought, like what I imagined where I was. No, I want you to tell Bible me a, a Bible verse or a quote from like a book or a song that really just speaks to you about how oh, grateful okay. you are to be <clears throat> in that space of like peace. Mine is um 13 Corinthians um versus is it four to twelve? You know the, the the love is patient, love is kind. Love is patient, love is kind. We actually read that at our wedding and I was just thinking about that while we were sitting here mm-hmm. which is like my peace right now oh mm-hmm. isn't that amazing Aww. thank you for letting us experience this yeah you're welcome um, but I think really that that bible that chapter and that bible those bible verses really kind of gives you like the standards of how love should be not just like in marriage but like yeah. for other people friends family mm-hmm. you know and you uh, I learned this from church like so it's like chapter four I mean chapter 13 of first Corinthians verses mm-hmm. four to what eight yeah eight can and you read it to it us starts, <clears throat> yeah so love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud. It is not, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So what I learned from church is try to replace the word love with your name. And say that to yourself when you're going through something difficult or when you're happy, just to like reinforce, you know, that these, these traits and these personalities and characteristics one should have if you're into having any kind of relationship, whether it's, it's, you know, um, romantic or your friendship or family. So you would say, V is patient, V is kind, V does not envy. So that's one practice I do. I love that. I love that. 
I guess mine is with God, all things are possible. We do need to do this more often, like put God in the middle of our relationship. Oh, that's so true. Think of God as the intermediary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can't we can't we can't do it alone. We do need God's uh, guidance. We need to pray. Oh with... yeah, that's true. I was <laughs> gonna say that's one way I um resolve conflict. Sometimes you can't you can only say so much, so then you just let go and just pray. <laughs> let him understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Babe. That was so good. And you're right. Putting God in the middle of your relationship is super important because a lot of times when you just can't find the words or ways to connect to your partner, they'll do it for you. Yeah. And for those who are non-Christians, it could be, God could be like that one, like that ultimate moral you have or value or whatever you believe in that like keeps you good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But um, thank you so, so much. As I iterated beforehand, I'm so grateful for both of you guys. You guys are beautiful people individually as a couple inside and out. So thank you so much for taking the time to like share your experiences and, you know, just like helping people understand that marriage is a journey and that all of like the, the little bumps that they might have, it's completely normal. And it's not, it doesn't mean that it's the end. It just means that there's more work to be done. Exactly. We are so grateful for having you as a friend too. And you are so beyond your years, or I shouldn't even say that you are where you, you are, like you are at the right, you are at the age that you should supposed to be. And you're just like so smart and intelligent and mature. And we love learning from you. Thank you, my loves. Thank you. I love you both. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you for having us. Let's do this again. Absolutely. You guys will definitely be a regular. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. And for all the listeners, don't forget to stay tuned on Instagram to see what we're going to be talking about next week. Take care. Bye.